in Psalms chapter 10 and God's Word, if you have it with you this morning, that's where we'll be at. Yeah, and you can just look up and find whatever you like in God's Word. It's all good, but that's where we'll be at this point. Uh, I heard a preacher say one time, you can just uh, open it up and go wherever you like. It's all good, but this is where we're going to be at. Isaiah chapter 10. If you find your place in Isaiah chapter 10, go ahead and stand in reverence to God's Word as we read. We'll leave with one verse this morning. Verse 27, where we're going to be at, and we will go from there. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I ask you to be with us through this service this morning, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would just be so present with us, God, that we would hear your footsteps among us, dear Heavenly Father. Lord, I ask as you move up and down this aisle and through these pews this morning, Lord, that we would feel your brush amongst us, dear Heavenly Father. God, I ask that if there's anyone here that doesn't know you, that they would, they would not leave until they come to do so, God, that they would not leave the same way they came in. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you would just give me liberty, liberty this morning, Lord, to, to present your word as you would have it done, God, that they would not hear me, but they would hear you through me, dear Heavenly God. God, I ask that your word would be honey upon my lips, Lord, as I present it to them. Dear Lord, I ask all these things in your precious Son's name. Amen. Be seated. <coughs> Excuse me. The first thing I notice about this verse, it's just one verse as I said, is the word shall. Three times it's mentioned in this verse. Webster says the word shall means a, a, an action of intent. Next thing I notice about this verse here in Isaiah 10, 27 is the word burden. Burden is a heavy, heavy load. Now, I tell you, I don't know exactly who all here this morning came in with what. Maybe you're carrying something very heavy on your shoulders. Maybe you have a broken spirit. Perhaps sin has come and it's stuck around in your life. I do not know. Um, I don't know if uh, things out in the world has you drugged down to where you cannot go and maybe you're struggling this morning. I don't know that. You know that amongst yourselves. You don't know me any more than I know you or your situation this morning. But there is possibly some amongst us, if not here, we do know out in the world, but possibly there's some here this morning that Satan has a grip on you that you could not even raise your hand to praise because Satan is like a monkey on your back. I would dare say that possibly there's some here. If not here, we do know some that are. And if for that being said, let me show you a picture of something. Chris, if you don't mind, would you, would you put that picture up? Right there. This very verse mentions that. Does anybody know what that is? Yoke. A yoke. A yoke. Who here has ever used a yoke? Knows how they operate? I won't raise my hand. I haven't. I think perhaps my dad possibly has in the years. Now, a yoke does one thing, but it does, it does it in several capacities, several capacities. I'm going to tell you a secret here about a yoke. The Bible tells us on over in Galatians in 5.1, and you can look it up sometime if you like. You can mark this down in, in your margins. 
The Bible says, be not entangled with the yoke of bondage. That's what it tells us. Paul wrote that to the, to the church at Galatia. But Isaiah just told us that a day will come that the yoke shall be destroyed. I'm going to ask you something today. Is today your day? If the yoke has got you in bondage, is today your day? I want you to look at this. Has a yoke got you in bondage? The Lord just told us through Isaiah the prophet that it shall be destroyed. That's the only way to get away from it. That is the only way to get away from it. Praise God, I'm going to say something to you today here. He didn't say that it must be broken. And there's something about being broken. When something is broken, what can we do with it? We can put it back together. We can reuse it. We can pick up the pieces and we can go again with it. But the Lord said it shall be broken. Why does it need to be broken? That way it cannot have a hold on us again. We can be set free. What he is saying is, is if you'll bring it to me, I'll set you free from it. There's only one way for us to be set free from a lot of the things that, that have bondage of us, and that's to bring it to the Lord. These yokes, these yokes, as it is being called here, we're in bondage to them today. A lot of things that we're in bondage to. You say, Brother Jason, I've come to the altar. I've got things right with God. But let me tell you something, friend. If we walk back out these doors and we go plowing the, the, the fields of sin again, the yoke has been put back around our neck. You see how this works? You see how this goes? The yoke of bondage oftentimes winds up back around our neck because we won't bring these things to God. Now you say, how do we know about these, about these yokes? Well, Hollywood, Hollywood TV, mainstream media, they're being inundated with things that are yokes because it's being brought to us day to day. Being brought to us day to day. It is a shame and a disgrace when things like drugs and alcohol are breaking up our families or destroying our lives. And what do we say? It's a yoke that's hanging around our neck. It's a yoke that's hanging around our neck. When church doors are open but church pews are empty, there's something of a yoke that's hanging around somebody's neck that they can't even get it through the church door. They can't even bring it through the church door. Do you see what I'm saying to you this morning? There's a problem there. When our priorities don't include God as number one, there's a yoke hanging around our necks that's keeping God from being number one in our lives. There's a yoke. There's a yoke. Now, you say, how do you know all these things? Well, because the Word of God has just told me that. That's how I know these things. Statistics show us these things. When we have, when we have our children, when our children are going off and, 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 and they're, they're, they're committing suicide rates are, are, are escalating. Yokes are hanging around their necks for some reason. Why? Because they, they are bringing it to God to, to, to take it off their necks. There's a problem here. There's a problem here. Now I asked you just a, minute, just a moment ago, does anybody know exactly how this, these yokes work? The yoke is, I didn't have one you know, physically to bring to you. Does anybody know exactly how these things work? Well, what they would do, they would put these yokes around an a, a, a ox, a mule, or what have you, a farm animal, and it would harness power. You say, harness power, what do you mean? 
Well, once that yoke was put around that animal's neck, then you had control. When the enemy comes and he puts a yoke of bondage, whatever it might be, when it's wearing you down, all that he has to do, God says, I want you to go this way, and Satan says, no, he tugs on that rein, and he says, I'm going to take you this way. It's much the same way as controlling a horse, if you will. We may have horsemen in the, in the, in the room. I know we have, have one that understands exactly what I'm talking about there. But when, when Satan puts that, that yoke around your neck, and he says, I'm going to hang this around your neck, and I'm going to control you. God says, I want you going this way, but I'm going to pull you that way. I want you going left, but I'm going to pull you right. And when we go and start going straight, and we understand this is the road that God wants me on, all of a sudden he takes both reins, and he says, whoa. Satan says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to pull you back. What is he doing? He's separating us from God. Because he's got this yoke of sin hanging around our necks all of a sudden. We've got involved in something. We've got going in something. And he starts separating the wall we have with God. With something that's hanging around our neck. He said, well, wait a minute. Why, why don't I just take this off? Well, usually the yoke that's put on has to be taken off by the one that put it on. Unless we bring it to God and God said, I will remove it. I will destroy it. I will take it off for you. You say, well, what, what about these yokes? What else will they do? Well, let me tell you something else that a yoke will do. A yoke will also, a yoke will also hang around your neck and weigh you down. Look at that. Who wants to walk around with this hanging around their neck all day long? The average yoke would weigh somewhere around 15 pounds. That's about like having a bowling ball hanging around your neck all day long. When you have that yoke around your neck, you start being weighted down. What happens when you're weighted down? You start looking down. When you start looking down, who do you take your eyes off of? God. That's right. You start taking your eyes off of God. When you start taking your eyes off of God, you can't see what God has in store for you. And when that yoke starts weighing you down, when, that, when you start looking down, that yoke of bondage keeps you looking down, and you can't look up. You can't see the one who is taking care of us. You can't see who is, who is guiding us. And there again, the control factor is breaking our spirit. Breaking our spirit. When you're pulled down, your spirit is broken. Your spirit is broken. How is the only way that we get to praise God? We look up to God. We praise God. When this yoke is, is hanging around our necks, there's no way in the world for us to look up to God. We're broken down. It's been told to me, and, and I may have somebody correct me if, uh, if, if you will, but you take an animal who is broken in spirit, usually they look down. Brother Steve, you tell me if I'm wrong, but you get one of those horses that lashes his ears back and he gets to snotting at you, you better leave him alone. You better leave him alone. Because he's got some fight in him. And you just think about this. If you brought, if you brought your, your yokes to God today and let God destroy them for you, and you latched your ears back and said, come on, Satan, get you some. Come on, Satan. What are you going to do now? I'm walking hand in hand with God. The Spirit of God is in me. What are you going to do now? And you're going to snot at God real good. Or snot at Satan real good and say, what are you going to do now? Satan, before long, won't want to mess with you. He won't want to mess with you. You say, come on, Satan. What do you got this time? But when Satan walks up, you say, I, I, I got the Spirit with me. 
Satan goes, oh man, you're going to be an easy one today. You're going to be an easy one today. You see the difference? Who do you want to fight? The one that's got his ears latched back or the one that's got his face down on the ground? Yeah, you're, you're an easy target when you've got your face down on the ground. But not so easy when you see him coming and you get ready. Come on, Satan. I got God with me. Come on, Satan. Now, one more thing I want you to think about here. One more thing I want you to think about here this morning. One more thing I want you to think about. When you get this, when this, when this is hanging on the wall in a barn, before long, the animal, my dad has, has, has used him in years past, before long, that animal gets trained to where when you pick it up, he knows what's in store for it. He knows what's in store for it. All you really have to do is open the barn door. From what I understand, what I've read, and what I've studied, and most farmers, all they had to do is go, and you walk right into that, right into that yoke. Just kind of kiss at him. He walked right into that yoke. And the day was on for work. Farmer put that yoke over his head, and it was time to go to work. We've got so inundated to things in our life that Satan, almost all he has to do is just show it to us, and he just hangs it over our head. Why? Because we won't let God destroy it. We won't bring it to God for him to destroy it. All he has to do is let us drive by that place or see that thing or hear about that thing, and all of a sudden we perk up. We won't bring our things to God and let God destroy it. You understand what destroy means? It means take it away from us. It means let God have it. Let God take it out of our lives. And all he has to do is say, right there it is. Don't you want a part of it? And the next thing you know, he's driving the yoke again. He's driving that yoke again. Satan just picks it up and says, there it is. Don't you see? And he's got you hooked again. Don't you want to go here instead of going there? Well, maybe just one time. And he's got you hooked again. He's got you hooked again. That's all it takes. It's just to let you see. But if we let God have it, take it out of our lives. Let God destroy that thing. Then what has Satan got to work with? If our yoke is destroyed, what has he got to work with? Let me ask you something today. Is today your day? Do you notice what the first part of that verse says? It shall come to pass in that day. Is that day, today, your day? That you need to come lay your yoke down in front of God and let God destroy your yoke. Not let God break it off your neck. Not let God say, I'll, I'll take it off and lay it down here. But let God absolutely destroy it and set you free from that bondage that Satan got you wrapped up in. We know there are those that do. But today, God is asking you, do you have something that 
is. You need to bring to him. God already knows what it is. You're not going to surprise him. You're not going to be one of those that says, God, you didn't know I had this, but I'm, I'm going to bring it. God already knows what it is. God's giving you an opportunity today. Today is your day, your opportunity to bring that yoke to God and let God destroy this hanging around your neck that is weighing you down, dragging you back, giving Satan the reins to steering you around. Get Satan out of the driver's seat. Today's your day. Brother.